Welcome to Divorce with a Twist, where we smash the stigma of divorce and focus on how to move on and live your best life. I'm your host, certified life coach and divorce attorney, Shandy Arwaylis. Today, I'm bringing you a very special guest, Sarah Siegert, the friendship coach. Sarah's here to let you know that making friends after divorce or later in life for any reason is possible. Join our conversation here. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, so I'm a friendship coach for expats, so for people who moved abroad mainly. But if you boil it down, really, if you look at moving abroad, really what it is, it's just a incredibly huge change in your life. So I help people basically who have gone through a very big kind of life transition life changing um, situation to make friends and yeah so I am known as the friendship coach that's correct and yeah that's what I what I help my people with yes and as you know most of my listeners or my clientele um, their big life change is divorce at some period and feeling alone after divorce is very common And some people really believe that making friends late in life or, you know, after divorce, when they're grappling with a new identity is truly impossible. They believe that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mm. go ahead. No, I just wanted to say that's completely understandable. I think it is generally speaking, obviously, when we are adults and we get older it is becoming more difficult to make friends and it is a very I think a very well known idea that making friends as adults is very difficult so I can completely understand if you know it feels very true to you that you find it impossible to make friends and as the friendship coach you know that that's a hundred percent untrue right (laughs) yes absolutely yeah definitely I think it is kind of my mission as well to challenge that belief because it is, as you say, it is not true for sure. It is possible to make friends uh, after divorce, after you moved abroad, when you're older. It might become more challenging, but it is definitely not impossible. And it is something that I helped lots of my clients with and they have all achieved their results and made new friends. So it's absolutely possible. Yeah. Yes. And I know about your program and was surprised at how, I mean, it's just universal, whether it's moving abroad or divorce or some other reason, or just because you want to find, you know, connection, there was so much overlap. So why don't you go into, everyone wants to know, right? How, if you're looking to make friends, they want to know, how do I do this? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So my program, I help people by guiding them through my three-step process. And the three-step process, so basically starts with the relationship that you have with yourself. So every relationship that you have is might be friendships or might be romantic relationships it doesn't matter but any relationship that you have always starts with yourself and how the quality of the quality of the relationship that you have with yourself so I really focus on helping my clients with their self-confidence with their self-beliefs for example it it wouldn't you know it wouldn't be beneficial for you to straight away go out there and meet people and then not be in the right place in terms of having the right relationship with yourself because you would you know be 
maybe frustrated very easily, defeated if someone actually doesn't choose to engage with you any further. So the first step is always to work on the relationship that you have with yourself to work on becoming a person who loves themselves and who accepts themselves with all the strengths, but with all the the not so nice parts about ourselves as well. So that is always the first and most important part that I work um, with my clients on. Yes, I and then, mm, yeah, and then the the second part is because really it's it's so interesting. We tell ourselves making friends is really difficult, but actually it is a very simple process you just need to go out and meet people and build a connection with them so it's you know it sounds very simple but obviously it isn't always easy because of all the kind of worries that we have or the the doubts that come up for for us during the process so that again leads back to the first step if you you know if you have a low self-confidence or loads of limiting beliefs or doubts about yourself then the worries that you will experience is uh, that you will experience during the process of meeting people and getting yourself out there will be a lot more mm, dominant a lot more yeah difficult to to overcome so the second step yeah as I said very simply to just go out and meet people and that can be um, for example I always encourage people to keep it very simple to not make it even more difficult than it already is so what are for example the people you have in your local neighborhood in your area so for example obviously when if you moved it might be you could introduce yourself to your new neighbors or have a look at some local cafes some local parks and really use the resources that are in your in your closest approximate you know now, I've area across, I've run across people having limited beliefs in this mm -hmm. area or this ability I'll hear oh well I live in a small town there's just no new people I can't there's nowhere for me to go to meet anybody it's just there's nothing yes <laughs> so yeah across that as well people have your doubts come up yeah absolutely and it's really interesting because it could be for some people who live in a small town, they say that this is very challenging, whereas for some people who live in a bigger town, then this is very challenging for them. So it doesn't quite matter what the circumstances are, if it's a small town or a big town or a massive city, it all can be a challenging circumstance, it all can be a barrier. It just depends how you, you look at it. And I would just challenge, I would just encourage people to challenge that belief and to to see, is it actually true that I have no one? Like, if you look at the, the people that live in the city, so even if it's a small town, there might be 10,000 people. Is it really true that from these 10,000 people, or even if it's 5,000 or less, is it really true that you can physically not communicate or get in touch or connect with any of those people and even if it is then that's fine then you just concentrate on something different you might be able to use the town that is the closest and and start going to meetups going to activities finding a new hobby so even if it's true that you can't connect with anyone in your in your little town don't let that hold you back from 
from meeting new people, then get creative and, and maybe find some other ways that you can connect with people somewhere else. What do you think about online? Is that a good way to meet people? There's all these meetups and groups and yeah. programs that want to give community type environment or those good places to meet people and make friends. Yeah, I think I could always recommend to have a look initially on um, online meetups there are loads of different obviously there's social media which is huge which some people use to connect with people then there are some friendship apps that people use um there are obviously there's facebook there are facebook groups there is meetup so i think it is helpful to use online kind of resources initially but what i would suggest is to move that online connections that connect that you have initially built into the real life into an offline setting if you feel safe to do so obviously you need to potentially be cautious and and make sure that you are safe but if you if you feel that this is something that you would feel comfortable to do then I would always encourage to move into the kind of real life situation as soon as possible because it is easier for us to to build a connection if we see someone and actually engage with them in person so meet people have that initial connection with them and obviously loads of barriers might come up for you there and it it I also want to say obviously doing something that is out of our comfort zone so if you have been going through a divorce and you find yourself in this position now where you feel lonely and you are physically maybe even alone as well you don't have any family members anymore you don't have the partner anymore everything is new so everything will potentially feel very challenging as well and it's I'm not here to say it's going to be an easy ride it is not it's going to take a lot of vulnerability a lot of courage and it might not feel rainbows and daisies all the time obviously um just to put that out there as well to not give any unrealistic kind of expectations it might be difficult might be a difficult journey but um, it is all about getting ourselves out there so online offline just meeting people and for any maybe one friend you make you might need to meet 10 other people so you know you need to kind of meet quite a few people as well potentially there you know you, you won't build deep connections with maybe all of the people that you meet but yeah so the second step is to meet people and, and make this initial um, connection with them and then in the third step that I help my people with is to really build a deeper connection with the rather superficial kind of connections you have built in the beginning so how can we you know build an actual healthy and meaningful friendship rather than just staying on the, on the surface level with someone and that's with people you meet in step two then you want to make sure it's a healthy and authentic relationship and how to yeah. take it deeper yes that's correct yeah so and and that is what I find people struggle with a lot as well they they might not struggle so much with the initial meeting people and just um, building that superficial connection but then when it comes to actually building a healthy and meaningful friendship that's when people struggle sometimes because 
building a friendship takes a long time as well. It can take up to 200 hours to actually build a good friendship with someone. So what that means is that we need to be consistent. We need to show up on a regular basis and, and have or spend good quality time with that person. And obviously, we can only influence what we put into the friendship. We can't influence what someone else puts in. So we can suggest to meet up, we can suggest to do nice things or, you know, be vulnerable, open up from our side. But obviously, we can't ever influence whether the other person engages with that or if the other person chooses not to, then there's nothing that we can do potentially, which is a very frustrating part sometimes for people. Right. And you mentioned it, you know, you need to be vulnerable and it takes courage, but the process is also about maybe finding out what this new identity for you will like and not like. Maybe you like different things or you'll be surprised to learn. You don't like doing the same things you used to do or you don't like the same qualities. Maybe you're changing the environments you hang out in altogether. And so it's a process of learning what you like and, you know, who you want to be around. Absolutely, yes. And I think especially after going through such a life-changing experience like a divorce, you really have to reinvent yourself afterwards. I believe that, you know, as you say, there might have been things that you enjoyed in the past that you don't enjoy anymore now, or there might have things that you have compromised on in the past in terms of friendships just because that was the way it was. But now you can choose again now you can decide what you want and what is important to you and in the first step this is what I support my people my clients with as well to really find out what it is that they actually want now or like do they want really deep meaningful friendships or are they actually just trying to have some fun and superficial connections are enough for them so it really is important to to take time to reflect on what is important to you and what you want out of a friendship but also out of a friend and obviously that will help you to meet the right people as well so that you know kind of what you're looking for obviously having having this kind of um, template or this idea of who you're looking for can be if you use it very strictly it can be quite limiting as well so obviously that is not to say that you can only connect with those people but it might give you a hint as to what could work for you who like what kind of personality would be potentially a good match with you but not to say that anyone that falls out of that kind of template that category is not going to be your friend so it's just a guideline to help you really if you are taking time to reflect on that Right. And the more they work in step one on the relationship with themselves, you know, you don't want to be needy and graspy and you can make the process, although it's challenging, it can still be fun and offer something, you know, in you figuring out what you want and then having the feelings where you are feeling connected and less alone. Yes, absolutely. And I think what we need to ask ourselves is, do we want to give up that kind of short term comfort for the long-term connection or do we want to feel courageous and, and potentially get out of our comfort zone and feel uncomfortable for a short period of time but therefore build those long-term connections and it's it's such an interesting topic loneliness and I think that 
loads of people struggle with that. And I think that it is a very important topic that is sometimes not talked about enough. And it has such such huge impacts on our life, on our physical and mental health, even on our life expectancy. So I think if you are in a position where you find yourself not having any friends or not having any connections, I think giving up that short-term kind of comfort or that short-term safety, you know, that being in that comfort zone to give that up for the long-term successes and, and connection is always a good idea, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, and then and, and it's about learning to become the person that you want to be and that you're looking for because there's people who feel very lonely and disconnected that are actually in relationships. You know, you can walk in a room full of people and feel lonely and disconnected, but that's where, you know, more into step three, your honesty and authenticity and what you put in a relationship is really important. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so interesting that you mentioned that because that is, yeah, it's very true. You can, it doesn't mean that when you are alone that you feel lonely and it doesn't mean that when you feel lonely you are alone you can you know as you say feel lonely even though you're surrounded by people but that's what as you say again and in, in that third step that's what we kind of work on to really build a deeper connection with someone because my guess is if you are surrounded by people but you don't feel that connection it might be because you either have thoughts about the connection that you have that kind of keeps you feeling disconnected to that person or that the actual quality of the connection isn't deep enough which is again something we would work on um to really yeah build that more meaningful connection so that you can feel close to someone that you are actually physically close like feel emotionally close to someone when you are physically close to them as well right yeah, I encourage my client to start early in the process. I tell them date yourself because yeah, so much so many people. I love to dine alone. I love to go to a, um, you know, like a formal restaurant and dine alone. It's just an experience I like to have. I remember doing it in college and feeling very vulnerable and silly. And even when I walked in the door, I was alone, and someone, a couple, had walked in right behind me, and the hostess said, "Oh, a table for three." And so I had to say, uh, no, just one, you know, but uh, it was a huge thing in getting to know myself. And I did all that and going to the first movie alone, just even as a 19 year old. And so I tell my clients, date yourself. And sometimes it's, they have such a barrier. They cannot physically make themselves walk into a restaurant or a public place. They have so many thoughts about it and think everyone's yeah. looking at them, but it brings up so much. And I say, that's where you start. When you start dating yourself, all those thoughts and feelings, that's what we get out and start working with, because that's all the insecurities. That's your beliefs likely limiting you and holding you back. Yeah, absolutely. I love that idea. And I think it is so helpful. Like you just said, it brings up all the things that we that aren't on the surface level that we can't actually access unless we get into a situation where everything comes up. So yes, absolutely love that. I think that is very valuable. And I think, yeah, people, you know, believe there is some stigma around doing things alone or what would others think if I would go and, and go to the restaurant on my own. And 
really what it it's so funny because what what does it matter if what others think first of all we don't know what they think it's just our assumption of what they think which is really what we think we right. can't ever know what someone else thinks <clears throat> unless we ask them so it's always just assumptions and even if it was true that they think oh she's going to the restaurant on her own she might not have any friends you know it doesn't matter what they think it doesn't actually influence you or doesn't say anything about you as a person if anything it just means that you love yourself which is something that other people might not experience which is actually something that they are missing so it's you know something really nice to have um yeah so I think it is yeah it's it's definitely a very good thing to do and um ex yeah experience what comes up for you and then work through that yes yeah, so right. to me it's a whole form of self-love whether you're doing it for yourself or for friends in this process works really in the dating scene too how you would yeah. first you know repair yourself before you go out and look for a connection with someone else yeah and I think it is you know it's obviously a friendship is, is it is a form of relationship that can be very intimate as well obviously without the kind of romantic aspect um, but if you ever had a, a best friend and felt really close to them it is you know, you do experience love for that person, a platonic, you know, relationship, platonic love for that person, but it is so similar to dating and the friendship, um, all the kind of struggles that we might experience on, on the way. Um, for example, you know, if you meet someone, my clients ask questions like, oh, should I respond to, like, should I text them first or should I wait or when am I going to, meet them again and shall I suggest something or they didn't respond what would that mean so it's so similar to kind of the dating experience even if it is just a friendship because as you said earlier as well when we think about what other people think in the, in the community or even the friends that we the potential friends that we meet it always we think it always makes you know means something about us our personality the person we are and how we are and so it's so important to us what kind of others think or if they respond back to us because we put such um such importance on on that and um yeah it's it's just um yeah, very similar to dating and, and I think every relationship yeah has the kind of similar feel to it right and it's just the feeling vulnerable like you said it's the short-term uncomfortableness of getting through it but the reward is a huge yeah. payoff when you do end up feeling the connection and you know, you won't feel lonely and self-love comes out of this whole process and it's magical on the other end. Yeah. And as you said, it's fun as well. It's not just um, daunting and, you know, and, and horrible. You know, you get to meet people, you get to get to, you know, have fun doing activities, doing things that you maybe always wanted to try and you can finally give it a go and actually meet some like-minded people and you tell each other jokes. And it is amazing like the the connection that if we connect with someone if we socialize because we are social you know we are humans we need that social interaction it actually fulfills us on such a, a deep level that 
that experience of socializing and, and getting on with someone and actually feeling, oh, we've got so much in common and, you know, I really like you. That is an incredible feeling. And it is definitely worth worrying over the first friendship date or, you know, worrying what to say or what to wear. It is, if you have that connection and if you have that, um, that feeling and that fulfillment, it is definitely worth the yeah the short-term discomfort this is incredible work you were doing sarah i was so excited the friendship coach so perfect i will have all of your information in the show notes but where would you say would be the best place someone could contact you if they wanted to work with you on friendships yes so i'm mainly active on instagram if you have instagram come and find me over there it's friendships abroad uh, friendships dot abroad sorry and i do have a website as well if you want to have a look so the link will be um as shandy said in in show notes but it is sarah dot no sarah lifecoach dot webnote dot page so um yeah it might be easier to click on the link in the show notes or have a look on instagram and send me a message or yeah connect with me if you find me there And I want to clarify, if someone has not moved abroad and say it is someone listening that's, you know, still in the United States and wants to um, maybe going through divorce or not even, do you work with those people as well? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, that wouldn't be um, a reason for me to say no, absolutely not. I think, as we said, there are so many similarities that, um, that, yeah, I'm definitely happy to work with anyone who is still in the United States or hasn't moved abroad. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Sarah, for being here. And I look forward to hearing about all of your progress.